This is CliffCentral.com. If she loyal, then I won't control her. She probably turn into a smoke. You know what it is. Welcome to the West, guys. I am Malcolm Julia. I am your host for today. Welcome to the West, guys. Show. I feel like I haven't been here in ages, man. Maybe it's because we switched it up last week. We did it on a Thursday, but now we're back on a Wednesday. We're going to bring the fire, make it an afternoon delight, yo. Yeah, man, it's great to be here. The day is beautiful. The sun is shining outside. And I hope y'all are well out here in the city, in the world. Crazy little place. Cold Earth, man. Um, yeah, I've just been. I just come back from a wedding, right? The craziest wedding I've ever actually been to, man. It was really, really. It was weird. It was at a a, a holistic church, um, and yeah, it was in PE, and we weren't allowed to dance to the to 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 music at the reception. Um, we weren't allowed to sway. We, we didn't even know if we were allowed to clap. It was weird, man. Uh, but yeah, it's always good to see. Old friends, people that you love, um, jamming with them, being sober though, which was average at a wedding. Uh, but yeah, I guess love is love and we gotta celebrate it, right? Um, yeah, today our show is gonna be insane as it always is. You are chilling with Malcolm Julie and I am hanging out with some athlete and fitness pros in the building who are gonna talk to us a little bit about the competitions that they've recently entered and what's been popping on the bodybuilding side of life. Yeah, man, y'all want a summer buddy? Y'all want a summer buddy? Because uh, that's where you're going to need to get it from. Right here on Cliff Central, we've got all the information for you. All right, all right, all right. So I just want to find out from y'all what you think about our slots. Should we be at 9 a.m.? I think we should be at 9 a.m. in the morning. We're going to bring up some good vibes, get you popping, um, see what it's all about. I wanted to dive straight into the news, actually. We've got a whole new set of things that we're doing here in the studio, just trying to spice the show up, trying to make it nice and flavorful for you. Um, so yeah, let me just, let me just get into, to the news. The first, the first thing that we've got today is, uh, the National Assembly meeting today to debate the appointment of Busisiwe Mkwebane as public protector. Yeah, uh, the DA opposes this appointment, claiming she has been a spy for the, uh, security, state security agency. Um, so yeah, ah, the DA is always opposing. They're always the first ones to oppose, but I think they'll be surprised when they find out what my money is doing on their side of the camp. <laughs> I think he's a spy too. We sent him in from the location. Cause I mean, you know, he's got both accents. So in the location, we're like, ah, Antoine, go use your private school accent on that side. Convince the DA that blacks are good so they can give us our land. <laughs> so they'll be worried. They'll be, they should be worried actually more than, um, Busisue Mkwebane being the, uh, public protector. Yeah, so that, that's that one. And then South Africa has also recently just dodged the recession. Man, <laughs> which is really cool. Yeah, um, this was, this happened yesterday. And just like many dads dodge, dodging child support is bound to catch up with us. If we don't change our way, man, do something different. Yeah, you know, soon enough the recession will be knocking on our door, uh, saying, I'm your long lost son. <laughs> So we have to pay up eventually. Uh, we have to change the way we, uh, handle business in South Africa, primarily based on just the, the government and the state, the way the state runs our nation. Yeah. 
So we're not in a recession. We're surviving. Petrol's going down tonight as well. So yeah, if you have any loose change, go get a liter or so of petrol. You know, keep it tight, boy. You know, we gotta travel around out here. Uh, and then also, um, lastly but not least in the news for today is South Africa's top universities. Um, have dropped several places in the world university rankings as a result of the free f- fee freezes and, um, yeah, the, the financial shortfalls, the funding shortfalls. As you all know, there has, has been a lot of controversy over the last two years in South Africa relating specifically to, uh, fees dropping in, in universities or the free increments that, uh, governments have started placing on universities. Um, yeah, just with regards to that, it's the the statistics are actually quite shocking because the UCT has dropped twenty places. Um, it's now ranked one hundred ninety first in the world, which seems crazy to me. Wits yeah. um, has dropped twenty eight places, making it three hundred fifty ninth in the world. Um, yeah, man. The thing is, universities are ranked amongst other things according to like quality and quantity of the research which obviously needs funding now without this funding we can't have that quality research that makes us dope essentially we're trying to buy albany best of both with sasco sam money bruh (laughs) that's what we're trying to do and we need to get it right bruh we need to think about what the future of universities are going to be like um because i mean if we want free education we're going to have to have shitty education. That's the, that's the balance at the end of the day. Um, and it's shitty education just because it would not live up to the high standard that we are used to based on the funding that we, uh, previously did have running through universities. I mean, now, um, losing this, um, financial backing from corporations, um, they will, they will, people will never be able to invest sufficiently in, in research. So now we have a situation where in UKZN, for example, there are protests currently happening around, right now. I know they are sending in police and all the shit to calm, calm the situation down there. And to be honest with you, man, why are we, why are we still burning books and stuff? They say that the reason why we have to resort to burning buildings is because that's the only language the government hears. But do they hear that language? <laughs> I don't think so. To be honest with you, I think the government is deaf. Uh, in all ways, they are not listening to anything that we're doing. But yeah, at least I think, to be honest with you, by 2019, this government should be done. That's what I believe. I think they could actually lose the the national elections by 2019 because yeah, just getting worse and worse for them. You know, they just there was Occupy Lutuli House which happened recently, and they 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 fighting against each other, and that's when you know it's all coming tumbling down when um, the people on the same team are fighting against each other. So yeah, that's what's been popping off in the news lately, lately. But yeah, um, we're gonna get right into it, right into our guests, cause we don't have too much time, you know. We're trying to keep it tight and short for you. Keep it good, man. We're chilling with, uh, Team Diamond in the building. Let me introduce Team Diamond for y'all, yo. Say what's up, Team Diamond. What's going on with y'all niggas? What's up? Yo, yo, yo. 
Can we hear you there? Yeah, come Can through. Just loud and clear, loud and yeah, clear. Now you there. What's up? What's up, Christopher What's Diamond? Happened? This is Boss Diamond. Yeah, Boss Diamond, my, yeah. My two champs in the house. Yeah, so you've been here. You guys have been we, here before. We, yeah, we need no introductory. Need no introduction. Nah, yeah, not at all. Uh, Athlete Fitmoya in the house. What's up? Athlete Fitmoya in the house, and we got and we got Vele in the house. Yeah. Vele, Vele, Vele. This is your first time here, though. Eh? My first time. We're here. breaking your virginity. We're glad to do that for you. <laughs> all at once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, man. So, um, tell me a little bit about your weekend successes, because I know you guys have recently entered a few bodybuilding competitions, and um, yeah, I just want to know. more more about you guys because last time we spoke y'all were prepping um chris you want to tell us a little bit about what's been happening this weekend for you guys yeah basically uh vele um, belongs to ipb which is a, a federation international federation of bodybuilding and he entered he's done three comps in the last six weeks uh two second placings um one political and then the other third in south africa which one is great. political yeah, it's all judging and criteria, and uh, oh. it gets a bit touchy, bro. Oh, I see, touch. I see. Every industry has got every those. Every industry, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every federation as well. So okay. he finished, uh, he got uh, two seconds to all, all podiums, and then he went through to essays, traveled on his own, got there, and uh, placed a good solid third in South Africa. Um, and got to crack his invite to the Arnold's next year. So he's, he's been successful and, uh, I'm very proud of him. Yeah. The next one was, uh, Tobani. Yeah. Wait, I, wait. Let's go to Vele a little bit. Yeah, just yeah, about, about uh, your experience of, uh, uh, cracking the Arnold Classic. That's surely a big goal as a bodybuilder. Does, it's not something that happens for everybody. Yeah. No, definitely. Definitely. Um, so Chris and I, I, I spoke to Chris and I just decided that, um, I'm going to do the Boxburg Classic, which was my first competition that I did. And he was a little bit iffy about but no it. no time. <laughs> yeah, he, he wasn't too sure about it. Um, but in my mind, I thought I'd be ready. Okay. And um, we brought a, a, a good package. A good package to stage. What's and a good package entail for those who aren't bodybuilders? Because this show, we're directing it specifically for people who are in uh, you know, the, the bodybuilding arena. But we also have a few people who don't know anything about this and we want to educate people about you know, this lifestyle. So a good package, I think, would be good condition. Good condition, um, minimal water in your body and um, just keeping your overall size as well, keeping your true physique. So aesthetics, definitely okay. aesthetics. So shape, uh, balance on the top and bottom, dryness, which is uh, obviously the, the leanness of your muscle, um, and de- depletion basically. So you dry and hard and aesthetic. Yeah. So you've got lines everywhere. You vascular. You come into stage, and in in each category, that's what you need. Uh, every category is different. Some guys need to be softer than others, but we needed him as hard as it can be. And he came on, and in two weeks before that show, we got him into a peak condition, and. Um, if uh, he, then obviously it's his first time doing this posing routine and that type of thing because every division has different ca- uh, like uh, requirements. Yeah. And this one he needed to do a one minute pose down, and he forgot his music. Oh, <laughs> so, what what music do you pose to, bro? Um, well, for provincials I pose to Usher's Usher's uh, Good Kisser. Oh yeah. And then he likes to keep it smooth for the ladies. He's a ladies yeah, man. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, cool, cool. So yeah, Tobani, tell us about your journey this weekend, man. I've seen you flourishing on these Facebook streets. Yeah, this is the last time we're here. Uh, we're actually prepping up for the comp. Uh, it's been almost like four months now, uh, and we, yeah, we finally got what we uh, worked for now. Yeah, so it came first in the performance bodybuilding, which is more of a athletic bodybuilding look. So old school. Yeah, shout out, shout out. Well done for I that. Appreciate well it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
And then uh, plays fourth out of 22 in the novice bodybuilding. Oh, yeah. um, there's no criteria for that. So there are guys who are like, you know, maybe just under two meters. Some guys are weighing 100 kilos on the on stage. So, yeah, that was uh, quite a big experience for me as well. And then also standing up uh, with some top-end um, bodybuilders who are also well-known in the known in the fitness industry as well, you know, such as Jacques Schiff. It's nice sharing the stage as well um, and the overalls um, at the end, you know. So stepping up on stage three times in one day. Yeah, that was quite tiring. Yeah, uh, you stepped onto stage three times in one day. Yeah, how do you how do you end up performing well at the last time? Is this expected of bodybuilders to perform this much? No, in one, at, in one uh, go. At, at the end of the day, you know, it will all depend on on like you know if you place top three. Um, but you know, if you're gonna, for me, it was two divisions, and then I placed obviously first in the first um, in in the one. So when you go to overalls, you know, you're not really expecting it, but you know, it happens. Mm. Um, and you know it's just tough to try and stay in condition. You know you've been there from nine o'clock and it's almost twelve o'clock at night. You've had no water for twenty four hours or more. Yeah. How come? How come you know? Because you want to keep as little water in your body as possible. As dry as possible. So you want to keep your muscle tone hard and dry. What does water do to deflate you? Essentially, it's just it doesn't deflate you. See, uh, water is what coats the muscles. It keeps you almost healthy in a sense. So you look softer. You don't see the definition. Oh, when, you, okay. when you dry out and you deplete a little bit and you do the water drop, um, that just sucks your the water between the skin away. So the skin's tight on the muscles. So you start seeing the fibers, the lines, everything that you get judged upon. Oh, okay. Uh, in his particular category. So the reason why he stepped on three times was we were always going to do two categories, no matter what they said, because I believed he'd fit into both and he should win both. Um, then uh, the one he did win, and because he won, then you move to overalls, because overalls are only for champs. So if you win your lineup, then you get you qualified to go for overalls. Oh, so okay. So that was his third one. We weren't expecting. Obviously, we wanted to win, but then once we did, we knew, okay, now we have another two, three hours to wait and keep conditioned and then to go on and give it all again. So so what do you do while you're waiting? I mean, hey, uh, it's kind of like death row at the back there. People don't <laughs> kind of realize that. Hey, yeah. A lot of us are kind of dying. We have our legs up on the wall, you know, just to kind of uh, circulate all the blood going forward. Mm. Um, you're also very fatigued as well. Eh? So you, you, most of the time, uh, majority of the time, you'll find a lot of us are just sleeping at the back and eating rice cakes. Some guys are eating chocolates. It's a party at the back at times, but it, again, also very emotional. Um, psychological. Yeah. So, so tell me a little bit about the the food that you're eating. How come you can eat chocolates and stuff when you're performing or about to go on stage? Uh, but this is not generally what happens during your preparation, right? Well, that's exactly why, because it doesn't happen in the preparation. So your body's not really used to it. So essentially what you're doing is you're feeding it now with, uh, uh, first of all, you're having dry carbohydrates throughout the day to get your muscles fuller because now you don't have any liquids in your body. So your muscle tends to start filling out and it'll push straight through the skin. So you get tighter and harder and fuller. And then with the sugars, increase your insulin and that just gives you vascular and a nice pump. So while you're pumping up or chowing these sweets, your, uh, your glycemic index is shooting through the roof. So you've got insulin, you get more vascular, it gives you a little bit of energy. Obviously, that's the only injury that you got, really. Yeah. And then it just helps your, your muscle fill out uh, quite dramatically with, with veins. So yeah. you look, looking more vascular, more pumped. Um, and essentially, that's what you want on stage. Yeah. Those two. And you, Vela, just tell me, tell me a little bit about your progress in the industry. Cause you're very young, right? 19. Yeah. Um, when did you start bodybuilding? So I started last year. I competed in the competition that, uh, Tobani did, uh, last year and I competed in the fitness, in the fitness class. What's it called? Um, pardon? The name of the competition? Nabba. 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 Nabba, yeah. Okay. And then I placed second there. And, um, but I was still in my trick, so obviously I needed to focus. I, can, I couldn't do any other competitions. So luckily, Tobani 
saw me on Instagram and we'd seen each other in gym. And he approached me to come and join Diamond in the first place. Alright, alright. So yeah, Diamond's yeah. the pimp, Tobani is the foot soldier who goes fetches <laughs> the, the, the niggas to come work for yeah, Diamond. Yeah. And then do you get a commission there? <laughs> nah, man. You know, like, I'm, I'm sponsored. Um, that's, that's the main thing I'm, I'm thankful for, you know. Um, Diamond's kind of been with me since we started out in July last year. Mm. Um, you know, there's a lot of guys keep asking for too much, uh, but he's given me quite a lot, you know, so, you know, I don't need any payment. It would be nice, um, but. Hey, we need to get paid We need to get paid Yeah, um, so. I just paid him in gold, so. Oh, yeah, exactly. You want a medal, bro. I had to slay for it, though. Damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, wait, actually, now that we're on the topic, how do you make money as a bodybuilder? Really, is there, is there really money in this industry? In, internationally, yeah. I, I believe. But okay. otherwise, endorsements and other sponsors. Oh, okay. So, but they have to work hard. In this country, they have to work really hard. Yeah, I think in South Africa, we're still kind of behind. Uh, actually, generally in sports, you know. Um, if you look internationally, England, the States, Australia, the guys are getting paid um, quite a lot of cash over there. Is this per... Per uh, competition Or yeah, just this, on I'm, a w- I'm just like Speaking sport in general As oh, okay. well As a whole But like you know South Africa now We're getting there um, IVB Fine enough this They've created a new show Well The other comp now Is on the 22nd of October Yeah We guys can actually win Cash prize I think like 5,000 rand uh, I think a maximum Of 20,000 rand But you know When you're getting That kind of cash Overseas You almost times it by 10, 10 to 20 20 20 So You know Five grand is not going to cover all the expenses that you already paid. My just to feed me alone is five grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's over four months. And now you tell me, uh, you know, I'm only get five grand after enter. Ah, right, yeah. That's what that's <laughs> what I wanted to know. There's no, there's no matchup, bro. So it's basically about your following. So if you create your own brand. And then you get a following, then you get endorsements. So it's still here. The endorsements aren't like overseas. It's not like the NBA guys or the Olympia guys or actually NPC guys, none of them. Yeah. It's the federations overseas. Here you'll get a, a supplement sponsor, which, yay, it's cool. It'll save you a couple of grand. And then food sponsor, which saves. So you're basically saving money. You're not getting money in a sense. When you start breaking into uh, international comps and stuff and then you do place and then they do start paying you in dollars, um, even this one, either you, the, this one that they've created quickly, overalls you get 50 grand. That's okay. That's cool. 50 grand. 50 50K is decent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But depending on your prep, I know a lot of guys who spend close to that just on prep for sure. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Because, I mean, you guys have to buy a lot of food is expensive, right? Yeah, the main thing is food. Um, Second, supplements. Uh, Supplements, again, you know, the sad thing is, you know, one product might only last you for two weeks. Yeah. And it's supposed to last you for like 30 days. Depending on your goals. Okay. A lot of the, because you know, a lot of these guys, they need more than what it says. Because what they give you the direction on the, on your product is probably for your average Joe. Yeah. Where these guys need a lot, a higher protein intake, higher uh, carbohydrate intake. So these things don't last as long. Mm. And they're expensive. Okay. They, well, what you, what well, the quality, you pay for quality. So you, you, they're very expensive. And I mean, the guys that do decide to go the gear route, gear's expensive. And you're going to be taking that for a long while, and that's expensive. That'll constitute at least, say, 10 to 20K alone. Yeah. When he says gear, he means that juice, juice, okay? <laughs> oh, is that? Yeah, you, you, have, so to, confused you have to teach us the. No, no, the yeah, I just, I just want to clarify that, you know. Um, but yeah, you know, we don't obviously like try and promote it, but you know, that's it happens. Reality. That's reality. Yeah. Let's Let's not, you know. Fuck around. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Let's not beat around the bush. So yeah. Obviously, there's guys that are taken, the guys that depend on it, and then they'll decide 20K on that. Food alone's about. 
10 to 20k even more so it's probably about even 10 to 15 grand a month mm. on food and then coaching coaching can vary from one and a half to three grand upwards yeah um and then yeah bro so that's just and that's just two factors yeah and, then don't and it's your time well, your sacrifice traveling, traveling travel. costs as well yeah mm. so a, you guys are actually just on the hustle here just like struggling artists passion right? <laughs> yeah passion is everything passion is um, about so tell me do you cook your own food Velen? um when I'm bulking, yes. When I have the energy to cook the food, yes. Yeah. But when you're depleted, bro, when it's you're hard, bro. When you're depleted, I honestly can't really do anything. So I have my mom to help me at home to to like cook my my food. It's a luxury, bro. Hey, <laughs> nice. Must be nice. Right, this this motherfucker just chilling on his own. <laughs> yeah. So, Vali, I've seen a couple of uh, videos of yours on Instagram and the like of you cooking your own food and coaching people on, on yeah, their diet. you know, we're just trying to get married out here. Just trying to promote that, you know, <laughs> we don't lift weights. We could also cook, you know. We're, yeah, because obviously that's a plus. I mean, yeah. if you've plus. got a lady around, you're like, yo, we don't need to go to no restaurant. You Come know. here, let me cook you up some, some baby. Saves money. Yeah. Saves money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's cool You cook your own food Man I'm trying to learn How to do that shit bro. Living alone Nobody told you How tough that shit Is gonna be Nah no one Vele doesn't know though I don't Vele think school <laughs> School never prepped us No no one ever prepped us It's until you got there eh? Like the same guy That struggled with yeah. Making these uh Chip uh, bread sandwiches. You know? uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, that's a classic, bro. No one fucks with the chip bread classic, bro. You, you know, need for, that meal. For body balls, man. We, hey, we're like, what the hell? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we need a lot more than that, bro. Yeah, for me, I'd say I can't cook for shit, man. Scrambled eggs is what I do well. The scrambled eggs. And like, a, we eat a lot of that, bro. So yeah. come over any time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> So tell me about the actual gymming process. Now you you you've worked really hard since the last time we've spoken, and things have obviously come together, which I'm sure, Chris, you're very proud of. Um, but tell me about the actual hard yards, the the stuff that most people don't see. You know, the um, the tough part is actually kind of having to give up a whole lot over the weekends. You know, the draws, the, the drinking. Uh, even just, you know, not being able to actually sit down and have a dinner with my dad, you know, that's the so most painful no, part. No yeah. drinking. No drinking, no uh, I see your vibe. You behave or else you jump. That's what you got. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, you behave or else you jump, my boy. Yeah. yeah um, like I said, the, the, the more painful thing is not being able to kind of eat with your own family, you know. Um, you kind of sit, like, stuck to eating oh, fish. Oh, shit. I never thought about that. Yeah, Alright, so while your family's having dinner, you can't really participate because they're not on your well, diet. And, and you know, as a as a black kid, it's tough. You know, you see that seven colors, and you're like, Yo. nah, I need to get involved. But you're you just looking at your eggs and fish and and broccoli, and this is all you're eating for next two weeks. But you know, that's the reality. You know, um, at the end of the day, whatever you, it's your, it's a choice. If you want to be successful, you gotta. You gotta go through those. Keep the those discipline, bro. Yeah. Make That's, a sacrifice. Yeah. Ain't that the truth, man? Now, if you keep the discipline, what I love about the sport is if you can, if you can find an equilibrium and find a balance in the discipline and take the, 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 the discipline that you have in your training and in your prep and everything into other areas of your life. Say it's relationships, careers, work, whatever. You'll be successful no matter what, bro. Because yeah. the discipline and the sacrifice that you put into the sport is, uh, is amazing. And let's just talk about that for a second, because discipline when it comes to something that you are genuinely passionate about is completely different to, um, most people's work environments where they're exactly. told where to be or where to, what to do at what times. Five o'clock, you clock out, you're going home. When you have no set schedule that you, ha- you have to set it yourself, you have to be up and early in the morning yourself. Get up, do cardio. Yeah. Taking your supplementation, yeah. drinking at certain times, drinking certain things at certain times, protein intake, timing your meals. 
that teaches you structure. So what I like about this is that bodybuilding actually gives you a vision for for life. It's not just about the bodybuilding. It can teach you how to how to manage your life as a whole. Yeah, man, you actually get to know yourself. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. You definitely get to know yourself. Peak eh? week. Yeah, that yeah. Uh, that last week when you're struggling, not having water, anything. You can really you start to understand yourself. You you get to know yourself better. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I feel that. And Vela, do you feel like you've you've started to grow in the industry? Are you making a name for yourself? Um, I feel like I have, like from my point of view, I feel like I have made the impact that I wanted to make, and and the progress that I wanted to make this year, and um, I've basically ticked all my goals. I've ticked all my boxes. And yeah, that's just about it. Just to add on to Tabani's statement there, where your basically your social life goes away. Yeah, yeah. are you I, a very social person? Do you like, like a jaw? I, I like a jaw. I like my truth jaw. Uh, yeah, you see, <laughs> you've got that. Yeah, you've yeah, got yeah. that Musi my money Pradingo <laughs> accent going. You jolly with the whole you, like, you don't even need a call to find if he's a truth. You just go there and he's in that one section. Oh yeah, is truth your spot? Yeah, yeah truth my spot. Yeah, hey, <laughs> bro, that's hectic, bro. <laughs> it should be one of his sponsors, actually. Yeah, <laughs> actually, actually, one of his. Give him a fat burner, send him to truth. Yeah, yeah. maybe maybe they'll Claudia give you done. some sort of Molly that gets you buff as well. You just the whole night and do some. Yeah. All right, no, that's cool, man. So you had to sacrifice a lot in order yeah, to achieve your goals, definitely. But worth it? Yes, it has been worth it. Yeah, it's been worth it. I mean, that, that's what everybody needs to know, right? The struggle is always worth it. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, all that hard work and everything. Look, I'm proud of these two guys. Um, Vela is joined just after Tabani, obviously, mm-hmm. and he's accomplished uh, a lot in a short space of time. Yeah, uh, Tabani as well. Never missed a placing. Oh, um, so that's he's excellent. and I know he's eventually got his cream. Um, and yeah, see, they've inspired me to actually try and get back involved. And I believe solely in practice what you preach yeah. to, to be able to go through what these guys go through on a daily basis, um, which helps me tweak their programs, tweak their eating, tweak as much as possible to get like a well-rounded physique uh, and athlete mentally yeah. and physically. It's not physically. Look, training is the easy part. Mm. Let me just tell everybody out there that lifting weights is the easy part. That ain't shit. Yeah. It's the eating and the constant discipline and the consistency. Uh, That's the hard part. Okay. So tell me for you as a coach, what do you, what do you tell your, your students every day in the gym? What's that, what's that one thing that they have to remember every session? They just need to remember who I am. Oh, are you the boss dog? <laughs> the the, the diamond, the boss dog. <laughs> I think, you know, uh, just to be honest, uh, um, our team is quite different to others. You know, it's not a thing where you're told to go do this and that. We do our work by ourselves. Yeah. And that's one thing I love about our squad. You, you know, there's no instructions whatsoever. You, you know, know what's expected. Enough. You know what's expected. And if you're not going to, if you're not going to get the results, then, you know, it's kind of like a cheers. Yeah. 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 See, I've been now, now after, after obviously, Getting some uh, uh, some accolades and that type of thing. A lot of people have been direct messaging me, trying to call me, all that type of stuff. And I tell them all the same thing, okay? Because what these guys did, they give me 100% and I'll give them 150%. If they give me 90, I'll give them fuck all. Yeah. And that's the truth. Like, I've directed them and guided them, but I'm not a babysitter. Yeah. And they don't owe me anything. I don't owe them anything. But when it comes down to it, when it's competition time, that's when we want, we want, we want. uh, We we all know what we're doing here. We know, yeah, we we come here to win. So tell me about a little bit about you, because I remember the last time we spoke, we chatted about the fact that you do used to do some fighting. Yeah. What happened to that? Why, why, why did you stop? And geez, I tore the, I tore the. um, We opened up a gym in Durban, domination fighting, Mm -hmm. and then I tore the uh, tendon off my rotator cuff. Oh, okay. And 
we thought it was just uh, actually uh, it came out. We thought my shoulder just popped, so they hit it back in. When they hit it back in, it just tore. Oh shit! And there was still some tendon hanging on there, so I took anti-inflammatories, worked through it, and just got worse and worse and worse. And then I couldn't really do anything for like a year with the shoulder. I couldn't pick up my son. I couldn't do anything. Yeah. So I went through plated therapy, sports doctors, all these doctors. They wanted to operate. I didn't want to operate because the one sports guy told me how it is and how you keep on going back. There's no, not really any real recovery if you're going to train completely hard. Mm. So I just started coaching. Uh, well, fighters and yeah. training and nutrition and all that type of thing because I've been there and then it branched over into physique because once you've got a base of a good sport that's contact and conditioning you can sort of carry that through with um, some study and research um, obviously I studied uh, personal training then and strength and conditioning and nutrition um, through the Institute of uh, Sports uh, Fitness Professionals Yeah, and then um, just built on that and I mean like a lot of these trainers today have a certificate from whichever, whichever company they come from whichever school but it doesn't mean shit it comes with experience so, yeah. <laughs> so Vele, tell me what is the what is the ultimate goal for you? If if you were to have the dream bodybuilder life, what would that mean for you? What is that? What is that? I think for me, my main goal is to step on the Olympia stage, which is like the World Cup for bodybuilding. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's like the Super Bowl. Like uh, the Super Bowl. It's, it's, called, it's the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Ah, it it's the thing. Bowl. It's the thing of the year. Man, you want those rings? Eh? Uh, <laughs> and it doesn't happen every year. Yes, yes, it happens. Yeah. It's a yearly cool. event. Yeah. Um, I know I won't be too big. I won't be probably big enough for the for the over, for the heavyweights. The, the heavyweights. So for me, the goal is the 212 pounds. I, I'm not sure how much that how but much that 105 is. 105 kgs or so, yeah. just less than that, I think. Yeah, so I have to be under 105 on stage, which I'm sure I'll be able to do. Oh, crazy! Um, you got a lot of time. Yeah, and then, so does that? Once you're on the Olympia stage, you've made it. Yeah, Regardless yeah. of whether you place or not, the yeah. fact that you're there means you're a bad motherfucker. You know, yeah. for you to get to Olympia, it's a special invite. You just don't, you can't just rock you don't up just there. You just crack one. Yeah. You can't, mm. yeah, like, you know. You earn they, it. You're, you're competing against the best of the best in the world. Yeah. So are those guys making cash? Oh, man. When yeah. guys are driving Bentleys, you uh, as a bodybuilder. Yeah. Those Bentleys living the life. Like Phil Heath is just showing us flames. So there is a good life for bodybuilders. But, there but, is but, but the winners, huh? They get the like win, a million yeah. dollars. You have to win. Yeah. You have to win. And then remember, they're also getting endorsements. Endorsements. Yeah, especially experience. if you're that's, yeah. at that stage, yeah, you're yeah, surely getting right. an endorsement. Sponsorship endorsements and then prize money there is a million dollars. Yeah, but those guys are crazy. It's charging like $500 for training programs. 12 weeks. <laughs> How much? Exactly, weeks. my man. That's crazy. for twelve weeks, bro. Wow. So we're like, and that's and that, and that is still that's an athlete coaching, not a coach, not his coach, because his coach is probably charging sh- uh, shit like maybe more, two thousand dollars to be realistic. Yeah. Yeah. That's so mild, Mad. bro. No, no, no. That's crazy. So just just before we wrap up with you guys, I want to talk about our plebs, you know, because like I said, there are a few listeners that we have who don't actually do bodybuilding, but you know, they're looking for that summer booty. They want to get fit for the December beaches, you know, get December boss. I had somebody recently ask me what I'm doing in December. I'm like, dog, so soon even just take it easy. Bro. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, what should people be eating if they want to, if they want to be, be looking good? Let's start with the males specifically because we are males and I'm sure you, they've got more yeah, people yeah. you coach are males. Chris, tell me what, what should the, the, the normal everyday man, um, who has food in his fridge and his cupboard, what should he be putting up, whipping up to get that summer body? Well, preferably, um, you should start exercising, first of all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, uh, it's all actually all what you eat, um, in what you eat. So I would uh, suggest lean proteins only. So you're talking about your chicken breast, no skin, no bone, nothing like that, no chicken wings and shit. 
Lean meat? No chicken wings. No, none of them damn Yo, chicken that wings. That counts all our black people out. But I think we're going <laughs> to... <laughs> That's I felt the whole trip. I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I play, yeah. yeah. Um, low glycemic carbs, so you'll have your uh, sweet potato, your uh, your oats, uh, brown basmati rice, that yeah. type of thing, to switch over to that type, uh, to, to switch over to that high water intake. And then obviously a few supplements. Yeah. Okay. And is it true that we should be eating five meals a day? Um, uh, uh, probably six, huh? Smaller what? meals. Smaller meals. Six meals a day. You, you should, yeah, that's sure. why y'all food costs 15,000 rand a month. Y'all eating <laughs> six meals a day. My man, the thing is, you know, the six meals that he's talking about, that's like basic stuff. Like, that's the stuff you can get, like, at Woolies, like the prepped up meals. Our yeah. meals almost double that. For your average Joe, it'll be six meals, but you'll have three meals and three snacks, you could say. Aye. So three main meals, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe a shake, some almonds, but all healthy. Oh, okay. Yeah, you try to keep away from uh, uh, saturated foods, fats and that type of thing, and you go for your good fats like uh, uh, peanut butter, almond butter, almonds, um, uh, olive oil. So you yeah. start to change your cooking experience and, as well. And how long, oil. how long should my gym session be? 45 minutes. 45 minutes High intensity Yeah no, but for like, us, it's it, different should be, story, it should but be like Sweating all over the place Yeah Like those 45 minutes Really Pumping bro Pumping yeah. Don't, yeah. Non-stop it's how, how long do you guys Gym for Tavani um, Normally my session Is about an hour and a half Yeah I don't really, least, and Probably about 90 Yeah, 90 yeah I don't I don't actually ever Try and time my sessions uh, You know Specific about the work You know If I need Two minutes to rest I need those two minutes to rest If yeah. I feel like I can carry on I'll carry on uh, I mean the longest session We've done is about Three and a half hours And that's for legs um, So now know. does your body Manage that better Because you're eating Two times no, more Than everybody else Yeah yeah But what you put in Is what you get out uh, So on specific days We'll eat differently uh, Legs day will be High carb day Okay. So it's your wine gums and jelly tots and shit. So that's why I've been wondering. I've been wondering why bodybuilders love leg day. It's because you get to eat all the dope shit on on leg day. Because <laughs> yeah, right? the rest of us Oreo, are suffering for Oreo leg day. milkshakes. It works, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a beautiful day. But the pain, yeah, the pain's there though. Yeah, 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 yeah. but it's happy pain. Yeah. There we go. You earn that food, boy. Alright, <laughs> dope, dope, dope. Yeah. So like I said, we're trying something new with our show. Uh, we're gonna do something called freestyle with the worst guys. So. Uh, just to wrap the show up, just to make it a little bit more fun, we're just gonna go around the room. I'm gonna play us a beat, yeah. I'm gonna let me let me find us a beat that we can play. Let's see how it goes. All right, all right. And then I'll start just so you guys can feel comfortable. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Because I mean, it's been a good day, and we want to leave it on a high note. Wait, which, yeah. which bodybuilders actually rap? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Now we starting. You, you guys are gonna start a wave. Yeah, yeah. I've been chilling with the diamond crew They don't even know what to do when the beat is on Cause I mean, these guys out here getting strong and buff I'm so skinny but man, I'm so damn tough I mean, these streets are fucking That's rough But I'm gonna I'm I'm come out with the bus So wait a, wait a second before I tell you the truth I mean, we're the worst guys, we've always been the proof Really? Go ahead and boy, go ahead and go ahead and go ahead Just some yeah. random bars, dog Alright, yeah Yeah I'm the truth, boy <laughs> <laughs> He's the truth, boy. Indeed, he's the truth. That's a bar. That's a bar. That's a bar. Let's go. 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 Let's go.
You guys are too scared. Your raps are. Tobani, you were spitting beats earlier on. Yeah, yeah, come on. Sausage tunes. Sausage tunes. Everybody. Bacon, cheese, sausage. Got the apple butter, butter, so need the Everybody need the protein. Everybody need protein, man. I think I'll let you guys go on that. Food and weights. Food and weights. I'm done. I'll stick to the weights, man. Yeah, you guys stick to the weights, man. But yeah, we're going to keep doing that, man. It's been so cool. Hang out. Juvele, Tobani, Chris, the Diamond team who are being spectacular, winning shit out here, man. Be a champion. Be disciplined. Go out there and get what get what's yours, man. My name is Malcolm Julie. You have been chilling with the worst guys. Catch us here every Wednesday at 2 p.m. And we've always got a cool story for you, man. We've always got the worst, worst news as well. Um, and then lastly, catch us at Giles tomorrow, 9 Craig Hall uh, Avenue. I'm um, 9 Grafton Avenue in Craig Hall Park, where we'll be doing some stand-up comedy, comedy. Yeah, man. Like I said, it's always a pleasure as a treat. My name is Malcolm Julie, and we are out. This is CliffCentral.com.